Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend, and happy new year. Happy 2021. I'm so excited to be bringing you this year's first episode. I took the first couple of weeks of January off just to, I like to take that time really to get quiet, to reflect kind of on the past year, to really take some time to reflect on where I want to head with the year forward. Uh, This year, I definitely chose a word for the year as my theme. And this year, it is definitely simplicity and really kind of owning in on a few things and making those few things incredible. One of those being this podcast, which I absolutely love doing so much. I uh, actually, you're getting this a day late because I had recorded this podcast yesterday. I woke up this morning to publish it and there was no sound. Oh my goodness, I've never had that happen. But I think that's just the challenges of entrepreneurship. Sometimes things just don't go perfectly and you put one foot in front of the other and you just go for it. I know there was a time where that would really derail me because of I was kind of like very A-type and uh, perfectionist and that would have just killed me to not do the podcast on the day that I had planned. But I've learned to let things like that go so long as I'm working hard and you know sticking to a schedule as best as I can those kind of things that put put me off now I just you know you just keep keep going because that's just normal that happens in life and it's not like we're starting again you just keep going So this week's topic is an interesting one. It came up because I'm coaching a group of lovely women right now, and we just finished our second call and starting our second week of our program. It's an eight-week program, really a program centered on whole food nutrition, moving our bodies, really taking care of ourselves, and tapping into our superpower of women, which is really eating and training according to our cycle, which I've talked a little bit about before. But what we were talking about is when things feel restrictive. So the title of this is, is your diet too restrictive or is it your mindset? Now, when I talk diet, I simply mean your way of eating. I don't believe in restrictive diets in the sense of like, I don't calorie count. I don't even really, I mean, I guess I loosely macro count at times just to have a check-in and I'll get my, um, my ladies to do that sometimes too, just so more to learn about what, um, more about our foods rather than restricting ourselves so much. However, there's no way that you could be doing a healthy plan without giving up a few things. So if you're doing a plan right now, I love that. I think it's great to have seasons throughout the year or throughout our lives where we are following a plan that is laid out, especially if that fits your personality. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. As long as for me, as long as it's focused on, you know, principles that make sense, principles that are, are around nourishing yourself and not um, anything super extreme. But 
you will have to give up things. So for example, I've given up with the ladies coffee, wheat and gluten and sugar. Those are the main things. Now the wheat and gluten was no problem because I've been off gluten for a long time. The coffee, I was shocked. That was actually pretty hard. Now, not, I wasn't shocked that it was hard because I, of, I know how much I love coffee. I was more shocked at the effect like at the headaches that I had and the fatigue. And I didn't expect that because I was really only on one coffee a day. I was not being extreme with it at all. I was having it kind of mid morning, not using it to wake myself up, but I guess my body was actually impacted by it a lot more than I thought. And then sugar, I'm not a big sugar eater at all, but you know, I'll have like a little bit of dark chocolate here and there. So we were talking about this because it can become really um, when you're focused on the things that you can't have, it, um, it's challenging and it could put you into a real state of lack and really like just thinking about everything that you cannot have. But here's the thing. If you are on a healing journey, which is what I like to think of all our plans, um, to be our healing journeys. If you are suffering, for example, from fatigue or chronic fatigue or adrenal fatigue, there's no way to get better from it and still have caffeine in your life, at least for a period of time, at least until you are healed. And then, yes, you can start to introduce it slowly and then just kind of listen to your body and um, not get into that state where you're overdoing it again. However, it does have to go for a little while. But so how do you do this? How do you let go of these foods and how do you go through like these detox processes and not be in a bad mood and not be in a state of lack. Well, I've got a few things for you. Number one is what we mentioned, this word healing journey. I love to think of it as a healing journey that I'm on, whatever protocol I am following. It's usually for a reason to improve gut health, to improve energy, to improve sleep, to improve your mental clarity. And so therefore we are, are healing our journey, our bodies. And I love that term as opposed to, um, being on a diet or weight loss or anything like that. And I see healing as a really positive word. If that's not a positive word for you, cause I also don't believe we're broken and need to be fixed. Like there's, um, it's really all on a play of words. So you got to go with what really speaks to you. And for me, healing is actually a really lovely word. So I, I quite like using that word healing journey. So that's the first thing. The second thing is focusing on what you're gaining. So if you're really focused on the lack, ask yourself why, like so many times we're in a state of lack and it has to do with our past. And funny enough, it can often go back to childhood. Like, did we have, did we feel like we have had enough? I know I'm from a family of major savers. And so we, I always felt like we had enough, but we had to work quite hard to have it. And so we were always being spoken to about saving and that kind of thing. And I think that did probably created, um, a mentality of lack for me personally, and probably some either other kind of even more personal experiences put me in that state for a very long time until I looked within and started to do the work on myself to heal that parts of myself. So Rather than really focusing on the lack, focus on what you're gaining. So by giving up the coffee, the wheat, the gluten, the sugar, 
what are you gaining? So I know for me, when I went through the detox phase, it was not fun. It's like my gut was a mess for a little while coming off of the coffee because, you know, coffee usually helps you to helps many people to, to stay regular, but that's not actually your body doing what it should do on its own. It's getting the assistance so that you don't actually want that. You want your body to be able to do these processes by itself. And so if you are, so for me, like I said, my gut was all over the place and then my fatigue and I, I even had like a light headache. And I, like I said, I was really shocked by giving up like a few things that that had happened, but I actually loved it. <laughs> this sounds weird. Like, no, I didn't love the feeling of being tired for those few days or the headache, but I loved the idea that my body was ridding itself of toxins, that my body was rebalancing itself, that my body was going into a healing state. And that is what I focused on. I focused on the abundance of those detox effects rather than thinking, oh, like this is too hard. I'm not going to do it. Or this can't be good for me because I'm not feeling well. Often in a healing journey, you actually, things will get a little bit worse before they get a little bit better. It's your body literally pushing stuff out and trying to balance itself. So you just got to stay the journey. And it's also why people often quit so soon. Another thing is like when you're looking at what you're gaining, think about like the energy, the health, the vitality that you're going to gain, the better sleep, the clearer thinking, like all of these things that are going to impact your days and make your days so much better. You can get more things done. You can be a lot more focused in your conversations. And from there, those are like the more, I wouldn't say superficial things, like those are the obvious things, but then the not so obvious things are how gaining all of those beautiful health benefits things like your relationships shift for the better. You start to have greater, deeper conversations. You're able to be more confident. When we're when we're healthy and vibrant, we glow, we walk different, we carry ourselves different. We don't listen to negativity in the same way. It kind of goes in one ear and out the other. We're just in such a different state of mind because we know that gut health is also very, very, very linked to our uh, mental health as well. So when your gut gets better, so does our mental well-being and so does our emotions. You also become a lot more resilient when you're when um when you're in this amazing state of like feeling really good and feeling really healthy. You become you're able to handle those curveballs that life throws you. You know, when you are getting ready in the morning and maybe you, I don't know, spill your smoothie all over the counter, it doesn't blow up your entire day. You're just like, oh, I'll clean it up and make another one. (laughs) And that really is like mental stability and that comes from health, but we can't get there unless we do give up a few things. And like I said, I'm not talking about restrictive diets or anything like that. I'm just talking about a few of those things that we, if we're on a health journey for on a health plan that we need to give up. Like coffee cannot be part of the healing journey, at least at the beginning. Like I said, I think coffee actually does have um, benefits to it. But for women in particular, 
women, we are suffering more than ever from burnout, from exhaustion, from fatigue. And so the coffee is not helping. Like I would be much better off hearing about you having coffee on your holidays because then when you're on your holiday and you're in the sun and you're relaxed, the coffee is not going to have that same impact as it does in your everyday life when you're just like stressed and trying to get too many things done in one day. And, and, um, it actually doesn't focus us in the way that we think that it does. And it does impact our sleep and especially our adrenals. So those kind of things need to go gluten, any sort of digestive issues, gluten's got to go. And we know that sugar really doesn't, isn't, um, of benefit to our health. And again, I am not uh, super strict with anything. I like to be super strict for a period of time, whether that's 30 days or six weeks or whatever I'm doing. And then I love to live the 90, 10 rule. So 90% of the time eating really clean and 10% of the time, like relaxing and just eating really whatever, whatever I want. So depending on the occasion, but what you find is that when you put yourself into this state of abundance rather than lack, those kind of cheat days, and I don't even like to call them cheat days. It's just eating, right? It's just making a different choice that isn't really serving your body, but maybe in that time serving something else. And so that's like that 10%. But those 10% don't happen as often because you see the other side of things. You're focused on the abundance abundance, the abundance of health and energy, and also your taste buds change. Everything shifts if you could just get past that, the kind of difficult part and really switch again your mindset from this idea of lack and focusing on lack and moving into abundance. All right, my friend. So I hope that helped you. I know that that kind that's helped me a lot and it's helped the ladies on the group and we had in the group so well, and we've had great conversations around that. Um, it's interesting that when you share what you're doing with people, I remember I told someone that I was giving up coffee, they literally panicked and they were like, Oh my goodness, everyone's doing these crazy things in January and everyone's making themselves sick. And I said to her like, Oh, I just literally gave up coffee like I was having one a day and it was like it's amazing the trigger that it will cause for other people but when you're confident when you're doing that's not going to change your mind but I just thought that was so interesting uh most of the time I actually don't tell people what I'm doing it's funny I'll tell my podcast world I'll tell everyone that way been on one-to-one conversations but that day I did and it really was interesting the response to it. So my friends, I'm going to let you go for this week. It was so beautiful again, having this first episode with you. Um, if you are not on my email list, so I've got two things I'd love to cover. If you're not on my email list, go to rockofit.com or into the show notes. I'd love to have you sign up. I send out an email each week with value for you and with kind of like the latest things that I'm doing or the latest recipe or something that I know that will give you value in it comes to your health journey. So be sure that you're on that list. And number two, if you have a moment, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes. It really helps to get the podcast out. And yeah, it's just nice to see reviews. I love reading them. Okay, beauties, have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes, I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear 
has the possibility of changing everything.